Good morning. I haven't asked you yet whether any of you are actually photographers yourselves. And I think that if you have taken many selfies, and we did talk a little bit about that, why do we do that? Maybe you have a sense of how to compose a photograph. I'd like you to bring that sensibility, that understanding, to what you write about. Don't be just so concerned in getting the right answer. If there's one thing I've tried so hard to convey to you, as I do to all my students over many years' time, it's to learn to think for yourself and to really tap into what you are seeing and what you're thinking. Don't be looking for the right answer. Having said that, now I want to make sure that we at least understand a few basic things about this assignment. All those photographers that I've listed in the assignment are very distinct. They have their own style, they have their own history, they are all celebrated and incredibly talented. But they are not the only people you can choose from. I have to say this in the classroom and I can't do that to, with you now, but I'm telling you, should you find another photographer, another photograph you really want to use, by all means, do that. But do remember, you need to tell me as well about that photographer. And that goes for all of them. Unless you understand who those people are, you're not gonna know what their art really meant to them. Think about how you bring your own sensibility, your own thoughts, your own feelings, to the photographs that you take. If you can do that, I'll bet you can transfer that thought process to making a really interesting critique of whatever photograph you choose. And I'd suggest that you want to look at a photograph that really interests you and gets your attention, inspires you. Don't just pick one because you think it'll impress me. Please, don't do that. Pick what you want to choose as an important contribution to your own learning. Okay? That's really not a lot to ask. A few quick comments. Did you notice in the Winston Churchill portrait that there are two V's in the photograph? Look again. In the photographs of Marilyn Monroe, do you see a shift in her her face, in the in her attitude, um, her expression? When you see a series of photographs from the session, as he did, you get a far better sense of the person. And if you only have one photograph, as you do um, when you look at Migrant Mother, Dorothea Lang's photograph, and I hope all of you have now taken the time to go ahead and look at it. I'll say more in another segment. Then you have the image and only the image. There are other photographs from that that time she took another one but that's the one we remember 
That is the face of the Great Depression. Just as Winston Churchill flashing the V stood for his resolute determination to prevail as, you know, the leader of the, of the British people. Powerful symbols, all of them. And they mean a great deal to us, even across time. So, keep your eyes open for photographs. And please, remember that you need to, if, at least if possible, identify a photograph and, and the photographer. If it's an anonymous photograph, let me know and I'll help you a little bit with that one. Okay? Up to you. Okay, signing off for now. I will be back in touch shortly, period. Hello, nice to hear from some of you. And I will give you a few more thoughts on the subject of Dorothea Lange's migrant mother. I think that and this is frustrating because in classroom, I like to do it this way. But I'm going to just put it out to you um, without the call and response I would elicit when I'd be talking to you face to face. I always ask, how old do you think this woman is? And very rarely does anyone get the answer correctly. The answer is that she is 32 years old. Now you look at her face and see how hard worn that face is, how much suffering is in that face. And if you don't know much about the Great Depression, you should. And I hope that in a history class that you will take, perhaps here or in through your own reading that you find out a bit about what it was like for people in the country at that time, particularly for migrant laborers such as this woman and her family. They never expected to be in the situation they found themselves in, going from one migrant camp to another in California, but it was their story. And not only does Migrant Mother have a story that we know a little bit about, but also we know who she was. And it took a long time for this to actually register with people. We knew the story of the photograph. What we knew came from Dorothea Lang, but we didn't know the person. And the person, as I said, has a name. Florence Owens Thompson, and you did probably read about the little piece, and I hope you did actually, read the little piece I gave you in the assignment. Her story came clear after people looked into it. And this is a common theme in American history where we mythologize about a subject filling in what we think we know with what we decide fits the occasion. 
And unfortunately, this is partly what happened with Dorothea Lange. Uh, Lawrence Owens Thompson, born 1903 in Indian Territory, which is what was Oklahoma at that time, um, and died in California at age 80. And of course, there are other people in the photo other than Florence Owens Thompson. There are her children. Now, if you read the article, you know that they commented on the experience of being in the photo. And again, if I were talking to you in the classroom, I'd be asking you, what do you think of those children? What, what do you think they're feeling? And I don't think that after what you have read and what we've looked at, you'd have a hard time understanding that they were embarrassed. They're ashamed. They're miserable because they don't understand the situation they're in. They're hungry, they're tired, and they're little. It's very hard. And it's not a difficult picture to understand but it's a tough one to think about emotionally. Now, there's an excellent article. I mean, I don't always like Wikipedia's articles, especially if I know the subject. Uh, there's some that I, well, never mind. <laughs> there, but the Florence Owens Thompson article is, is very, very good. Um, and this is a well-researched subject, which is one of the reasons you're not allowed to use it for the assignment. I'm using it as a teaching um, assignment for this reason. And so, as you're trying to do your research, I want you to remember to really dig in and understand better what your photograph means both in the light of history when it was actually produced and what we see in it now. And that really is important. Most of you will probably choose a photograph that has emotional resonance for you that you instinctively like or are just drawn to. I would challenge myself if I were you, I would. Find something that is not necessarily an easy subject to talk about, but that moves you deeply. And I'm gonna do a few more quick takes on the photographers that I've listed. But again, there are plenty of photographers out there. And yesterday I got asked about sources, where to look. Uh, I will also put together um, a list of some places that you could look. Uh, at this point, we're all doing virtual museums. So we're very lucky that photography being the, you know, the graphic visual subject that it is, even more than painting. It's nice to look at paintings online, but it really doesn't compare quite to going to see the art in person. But photography is different. I think you can really, truly get a sense of the subject. And you can actually zoom in and look at details. It's great. So 
You know how to use those tools. You're all very savvy. I know that. So go ahead and give it a try and take some notes. But one thing I want to caution you about, do not give me less than two pages of text. And you do not include that photo as part of those two pages. I mean, come on, you know better. And I know if you, it was an innocent mistake on the part of several of you, but let's not forget that I can also figure that one out. And double space is what I want, all right? So you know how to set your spacing um, so that you get those full two pages of text. You can, in fact, write three or more if you like. If you feel inspired, by all means. And if you're curious, um, the music that I've been using for the last couple of these is uh, Aaron Copland, uh, one of our great American composers, um, specifically Appalachian Spring. Okay, so more later. Thanks. <laughs>